With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. I have 22 um, cases to report today in total, of which eight are positive and 14 are negative. The latest COVID-19 update on this April 1st, 2020. Here's Donna Bush with more. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee says only one of the eight positives does not have a travel history to a COVID-19 affected area. The seven other cases represent people who are either immediate contacts of somebody who has traveled or somebody who has traveled themselves. Dr. Lee says numbers will increase as public health officials deepen their investigations and do conduct contact tracing and test the close contacts of everyone who is positive. We will naturally find that the numbers will climb uh, as households are likely to have the condition within the household unit. Dr. Lee also today provided more insight into the big picture. The cases really stretch from east to west of the country. So I really would implore everybody to stay at home and keep your distance from people, keeping your hands clean. So far, there have been 251 tests, 228 negatives and 22 positives, and one inconclusive results, which we do expect to hear more about in the next 24 hours or so. Donna Bush reporting. While Dr. Lee wasn't able yet to provide details on the conditions of those from this latest round of results, he did say that all of the other cases, aside from the initial fatality, all were doing well, fully recovered, or with mild symptoms. His Excellency the Governor stands confident in the UK's response to the overseas territories amid the COVID-19 crisis, as government anticipates the arrival of some much-needed medical supplies. Here's Radio Command's Shanda Gallego. We would do absolutely nothing to put in jeopardy the, the, the welfare and well-being and health of people on these islands. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper confirms 109 people have contacted the travel helpline with the desire to depart on the BA flight set for London on Tuesday afternoon. A flight, Governor Roper says, is increasingly important for bringing in equipment as it will have UK-funded personal protection equipment and HSA-ordered equipment from London. And we continue to to explore um, testing kits via South Korea and if we're able to we will try and get them onto that um, flight and the supermarkets are also going to use the flight to bring in some freight so it's very important in terms of our supplies. During Wednesday's COVID-19 briefing His Excellency says the South Korea Avenue is the one government is pursuing and more details are on the way. Given the current situation in the UK regarding testing equipment, Governor assures the people of the Cayman Islands the UK is fully committed to helping us. This morning the Premier and I had a phone call with Baroness Sugg, who is the Minister for the Overseas Territories, when we were talking about the support coming by via the British Airways flight, the, the, the PPE equipment that the UK is providing to all the overseas territories despite the challenging um, situation um, in, in the UK. Um, and I, I know as well that the Prime Minister himself is very much aware of what is happening in the overseas territories and remains fully committed to, to supporting us. His Excellency says our testing system is working and the goal is to isolate, trace and suppress and adds we are in the very best position possible to be able to do that as cases appear. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. If you have travel needs, you're encouraged to contact the emergency travel hotline. The number is 244-3333, or you can send an email to emergencytravel at gov.ky. Anyone who wants to come back from London is encouraged to call the UK Cayman Islands Government Office or email them at info at cigouk.ky.
The crime situation remains stable in all three islands, with almost full compliance with the hard curfew between the hours of 7 p.m. and 5 a.m. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the latest. There were no issues arising from Little Cayman, with four interceptions by police, with no one found in breach of curfew on Cayman Brac. On Grand Cayman, however, Police Commissioner Derek Burns says food delivery services, for the most part, form the traffic moving around up until 9 p.m. nightly. Grand Cayman. 131 interceptions by police, three persons found to be in breach of curfew. One of those persons was arrested and the remaining two were warned for prosecution. Looking at the soft curfew from 6am this morning or 5.01am this morning, uh, we still have a lot more traffic on the roads than is absolutely necessary, but most drivers are reporting that they are going to supermarkets, pharmacies and banks. Business operations at supermarkets are well controlled. Jews are being well managed and shoppers are adhering to social distancing protocols. At today's briefing, the commissioner wanted to clarify the term warned for prosecution, meaning persons found in breach of curfew. To clarify this position, to ensure there is no misunderstanding, this is not a police caution. All of the persons warned for prosecution will be prosecuted for breach of curfew and will be summoned to appear at summary court in early course. Files are being prepared and my office is working with the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions and the court services to arrange for early mention dates. He says the hard curfew order, which commenced on Tuesday, March 24, 2020, will remain in place until 5 a.m. this coming Friday morning, April 3rd, 2020. I will be consulting with His Excellency the Governor uh, later today or early tomorrow, before then in any event, with a view to keeping the hard curfew in place beyond Friday morning, the 3rd of April, 2020. Looking to tonight, the hard curfew comes back in at 7 p.m., remains in place until 5 a.m. in the morning. I repeat, as I do most days, if you do not have to be on the road to conduct essential business during those hours, please do not be on the road. Stay home, Cayman. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Choosing life over economics, Premier Alden McLaughlin stands by government's decision to focus on the welfare of the people over economic welfare. And I've seen some implicit criticism of the government in, in a recent release uh, by the Chamber of Commerce uh, that other countries have focused on, on both of these things simultaneously. I want them to pay attention to the, the Grim Reaper report that I now read every day and ask themselves if they think the focus has been right. The Premier expressed his disappointment at the lack of understanding shown from Cayman's business community. He says there are still thousands of exemption requests coming in. Every business is not essential. There are some businesses, particularly the pool maintenance businesses, who seem to believe that they are exempt. They are not. It is not an essential service. Electrical businesses, air conditioning, even the pool services are given an exemption to provide emergency service, not general maintenance installation or work. The Premier said people need to stay at home. There are plans, though, in the works to provide support to Cayman's businesses. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sollins has more on that. Despite valuing human life above economy in the midst of COVID-19 worries, Premier Alden McLaughlin ensures there are plans to help in this crisis. These involve providing access to very soft loans, loans on which the principal and interest will be waived for up to six months through the Cayman Islands Development Bank to small businesses to allow them to help their employees to provide some sort of wage subsidy. 
Premier McLaughlin informed the public that they can expect further announcements next week on what government has in store. We're also looking at pension payment holidays and indeed at the practicality of allowing persons to have access to some of their pension funds. However, this requires legislation changes. They are not things that cabinet can do. We've taken advice from the Honorable Attorney General and we're working on a range of these sorts of issues. The Premier asked the business community to have patience and to comply. We want to try to keep as many people at home as we possibly can. And that means that we want as many businesses as possible to shut down unless you can work from home or you are providing an essential service. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The Premier says the principal focus does remain on suppression of the virus, but he also assured the business community that they are working behind the scenes to help. The Minister for Health pleads to the community to donate blood as the National Blood Bank advises that blood supplies are at desperate low levels. The Honorable Dwayne Seymour says with the challenges of the COVID-19 virus impacting Cayman's traditional overseas suppliers, very soon we may no longer have those providers available to us. We need to increase our local blood supplies with the help of our generous blood donors. Therefore, I make a special appeal to our community to help keep our blood supply stable during this challenging time by donating blood. We are all concerned about the coronavirus. Let's have one thing less to worry about. The last thing any patient should worry about is whether life-saving blood will be available when they need it most. Let's do our part, Cayman, for each other. Minister Seymour wants to reassure people who may have fears about donating blood during this time of coronavirus. Let me reassure you that there is no evidence that the new coronavirus is transmissible by blood transfusion. and There are no reports of any respiratory virus, including the coronavirus, being transmitted from a transfusion. So to be clear, this is not a blood-borne virus. So donating and receiving blood is completely safe. The blood bank is open Monday through Friday, and eligible donors who are interested in giving blood should contact the blood bank at the Health Services Authority by calling 244-2674. All blood types are needed, in particular those who are O negative. Restricted movement and self-isolation, a new norm for student Jamil Walton, one of the students who was legally required to isolate to prevent any new introduction of COVID-19 to Cayman. At first, it was a bit hard to get the idea passed that you're, you know, you're coming home and you're unable to see friends and family for 14 days. So the idea of that was a bit bothering to me. So at first in my mind, it was a no, I didn't want, I was refusing to do it. I didn't want to do it. You know, friends and family told me, you know, I have to do what I have to do. And of course, I understand what the camp is for and I understand why we're doing it and everything. But just the idea of not being able to see friends and family after being away for so long, you know. But I mean, while being here, the final time, well, we found ways to pass the time. Jamil is coming up on the end of his 14-day isolation period tomorrow and says he is looking forward to being home and with family. Being able to possibly see friends at some point, you know, while still practicing, you know, social distancing and so forth. Officials stressed this week that the returning passengers on next week's British Airways flight will be legally required to isolate for 14 days. Health services professionals continue to be on the front line of Cayman's COVID-19 response, but not all of them work in emergency rooms or flu clinics. 
Clinical practitioners across the islands are reaching their clients in new ways to ensure their patients continue to get the care they need. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller speaks with speech and language therapist Faith Geely Brown. Faith, you're used to working at the Health Services Authority Georgetown Hospital. You're not doing that anymore. Tell me how it's been going. So I think the word that would best describe what the past couple of weeks have been like would be different. As a clinical person that's working in healthcare, meaning I'm providing direct patient care, that element of healthcare is so face-to-face focused and personal. So it's been very different not having seen my patients, not being able to interact with them. So that has been an adjustment period for me. Initially, I was going into the main hospital, but I'm now working from home and doing telepractice from home. And telepractice is something that is still fairly new. It's a specialty area. So just really kind of getting abreast of what teletherapy looks like, what that entails, and ensuring that in launching telepractice for speech therapy services, that we're making it as interactive and as patient-centered as possible. Have you been doing the telepractice over the last couple of weeks or is that something new? So it's something that actually has been rolled out this week. And so I've been just really excited to start to see my patients again, albeit via a camera and a mic, but it's been really, really nice. How are your patients finding the experience? I've been trying to be flexible with patients in terms of platforms, meeting the patients with where they're at. And there's some patients who are just overwhelmed and understandably so because parents have been thrust into homeschooling, you know, trying to work from home and it is a lot. (laughs) So it's, we've had some families who have said, you know, they'd like to put services on hold, but for the most part, a lot of the families have welcomed utilizing telepractice as a way to provide a little sense of normalcy and have the kids interact with someone that is familiar to them. And for my adult patients, they've been really just happy that they're able to continue services without a major interruption in their care because for certain disorders, time is of the essence. And so the sooner you can benefit from treatment, the better your prognosis. It took about two weeks to get everything online, but I think given the circumstances and the uncertainty around what's going to happen next, I'm really pleased that it's something that we've been able to offer so quickly in such a short period of time. And that is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.